Coming to you from our opulent and luxurious 4x8 refurbished broom closet at the National Headquarters in Indianapolis. With duct tape, studio lights, and a mic that you barely can hear, we hope to entertain and educate you. This is the Tango Alpha Lima Podcast. They call me crazy because I'm facing all my giants. They try to scare me into thinking I can't fight it. They tell me I should never even think of trying. But that's just me. I'm going to live out in defiance. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Tango Alpha Lima podcast. You know, I wish I was as uh, adventurous as you guys. All I do is rock back and forth, and I look like Dustin Hoffman in Rain Man. I'm like, I get my underwear at Kmart, Kmart in Cincinnati. Like, I have no idea what I'm supposed to do when this thing starts. It's, it's brutal. Like, I could not feel like they should just put me in a zoo somewhere to just act uncomfortable all the time. But nonetheless, I'm joined here by the never uncomfortable Jeff Daly of the Michigan Dailies, of the Hollywood Dailies, the entire, the John Daly golfers, the, all of them. Jeff Daly represents all Dailies, all Jeffs, and all of Hollywood. Accurate? Proudly, and they're welcome. That's a fact check right there. I think Glenn Kessler from the Washington Post just gave me four Pinocchios. Ashley Garbolja Moldonado, representing the great state of Ohio. Akron and the downtown region of Washington D.C. and, and soon a new to lip be color. and a new lip yes, color. Yes, yes. I just realized that I put some lipstick on because I I just look so pasty on camera, and now that I've got the lights set up a little differently, I just I I got to get some sun. Pasty, <laughs> pasty, get some sun. like. I I'm just I'm a super white woman for all of the listeners out there. <laughs> like I have to put a lot of sunscreen on, so I just you know, hopefully I'll you know, in the summer months I'll have kind of a nice Well glow. I can't So for those I, are watching video, you guys can do the you know, before and after. I so look like see. Casper the friendly ghost and I can't put lipstick <laughs> the on. Beard. So the only option is I'm gonna have to go as the kiss army next time with face paint oh, and everything else. I got Wait, nothing that's gonna help this out. I thought when you guys were talking about Hogwarts that you two were engaging in conversation that I had zero in common with. But now I really have zero in common with you because I have SPF built in. It's uh, generation upon generation application. Did he just so freeze in the middle of an SPF talk? I did. He did. It, it, oh, this is great. It, could, is it couldn't be better unless like he had a boogie hanging out or something. But no, he's just straight up frozen. Oh, are we back? We're back. Oh, it, oh, it was. No, it's not battery. I'm not using that camera. It's uh. You froze exactly as you like. I was like waiting for the one liner, and all of a sudden, like you just wait. How far did up, I get? Man. How far did uh, I get? You were just I like I got to the SBF built in, and then it was like crickets. Yeah. Then, oh, I was. <laughs> like, and then I just frozen said, like in a kind of goobery like look, and I was like, eh, wait, I, was I waiting for my laughter? I, I guess yeah. I was waiting for it. Yeah, I was, it, it was great. Jeff, okay. it, not that you have any sort of care in the world about this, but you didn't look bad when you froze. Like when yeah. when when we freeze, we kind of look goofy. You but actually looked it's like, like I look. Yeah, no, you looked faces. you looked incredibly normal given the fact that you had just frozen. Mm -hmm. So well done, my friend. Well done. Uh, freeze yeah. drink. 
<laughs> so, uh, yeah, real quick, uh, where's everybody on their 100 Miles of Hope? Uh, you might, if you if you pay attention to the feed, uh, what you should probably do is scan those of us that are in first place. I think there's 26 left. Yeah, uh, I one, gotta, of them I, is, one of them is named Jeff Daly. I, I gotta I gotta figure out exactly how to put it in, but I did I did walk with my kids last week. The first three miles were quite good. The last mile, not so much. Okay. So. I've been really terrible at logging everything. I did a 20-mile bike ride on Sunday. Nice. And I've been hitting the gym twice a week. So I know, like, my Orange Theory app is tracking everything. But then I have, like, I have, like Google Fit. I have the Kilter. I've got all of these trying, like, to capture and converge to get into the 100 Miles for Hope app. So I'm, like, working it all out. The thing is, I only have, like, 48 hours to, like, log that stuff. So right now, like, I've gotten – I've – I think I've put in about 12 miles or so on the treadmill, and I've put at least, let's see, 40, at least, at least about 40 miles on the bike in the past, like, four weeks. Nice. Well, here's so, the thing, is it, it's not just about miles. And I've lost miles. seven pounds, people. So excited. Okay. We're, we're, supposed to, we're, supposed to, we're supposed to be able to notice that over the Zoom phone call? I mean, I... Yeah, because I'm amazing. <laughs> No. Duh. Like, I don't know. No. You're right. I guess if you're watching video, you can see. Uh, Super Producer Holly says, fake news, Jeff Daly is ranked 28th. Jeff Daly is oh. also three hours behind and has been on podcasts, and those people have logged for today. I haven't oh done anything gosh. today yet. I will Wait, I so will say that Jeff Daly is absolutely 100% winning the league in recording it on Facebook and getting it out there. And I, I no, I applaud you. Like, that's... That's the way you get the word out there, and you have been an absolute mm -hmm. acolyte for this program, and I appreciate it very much. All right, we're going to start off with my favorite story of this week, and Jeff, <laughs> when I texted it to you, you said, oh, are we going to discuss this on the podcast? And my answer was, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So now, go ahead. Now, because I'm out of my element today, I don't have it printed or whatever, so I'm going to have to do the the tilt and and go to this screen here. Uh, we didn't talk about the rucker, the ruckers that, we, that Holly wrote in the intro. I couldn't figure out who had written it in there. Uh, how many Super times did Holly. we say ruck? And what was the answer, Holly? Well, you have to, she wants you to read the whole thing. Oh, all right. Hey, ruckers, who wants to know the answer to the challenge Jeff Daly threw out last week? How many times did we say ruck during last week's episode? Ooh. Oh, all three hosts well, and okay. I did, I did not. I didn't. Can, I didn't. I, I, I did, yeah, it's like I'm reading the exit stage left part because you got added after I wrote this. I can't add things that I don't. I don't know. <laughs> wow, they're getting behind the scenes on us today. This is this is amazing. Well, so I didn't listen specifically to count, uh, but it's a lot. I'm gonna go. <laughs> I'm an, I'm seriously, and I'm. I don't know if I'm even gonna overshoot it with this. I'm going to say 30 times. Is it closest without going over? Because in that case, prices, I'll go, right? then I'll go 31. Okay, who's next? Oh, 31. Uh, <laughs> Ashley? I'll go 25. And the super, are, we, are we giving away the answer now? Or are we going to give people a chance? 34! Oh, we just, we just gave the answer away. 
So nobody can nobody can get. Well, it. yeah. Well, it's already been playing for uh, what two weeks now. So okay. if people aren't going to go back and listen to that, well, yeah. It's... <laughs> anyway, all right, Jeff, roll yes. on with our number one story because I have been. Waiting, I feel like you know I, all I've been thinking about this past week is how that Navy lieutenant was right that enlisted people are all perverts, deviants, deviants. Just this sexual misadventures, and I've come to just feel absolute shame on behalf of all NCOs. So I want to launch into the story. Let's hear an uplifting story about some officers. Well, and I will say this. this, We are kind of upgrading in class because there's no mention of anyone's junk having abs. So we will jump right in, and I think we could could Uh, probably stop. However, there is a quote in this story that is... Hilarious. Go. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. So the, just the title alone, it is Booze, a Strip Club, and a Major Gone Missing. How a 101st Airborne Unit, whoop, how a 101st Airborne Unit went off the rails in Poland. This is from you, the European version of Stripes, which some of you may know as Stars and Stripes. But they got efficient. A U.S. Army Apache helicopter unit's planned visit to World War II sites in Poland devolved into a drunken escapade at an off-limit strip club, leading to the suspected drugging of a battalion executive officer who went missing and wasn't found until the next day. Was he enlisted? This battalion executive officer, was he enlisted? (laughs) How long is it going to take me to get through this? That kid. Come on. All right. <laughs> oh, man. Executive officer. Going, yes. Executive officer who went missing. It wasn't found until the next day. An Army investigation found the incident involving the 101st Combat Aviation Brigade's No Mercy Battalion during its recent deployment to Europe now has multiple officers facing the possible end of their military careers. At the end of the first day, the team gathered for dinner at the legendary White Rabbit Saloon and celebrated their Sergeant Major's 40th birthday. Some soldiers bounced between the White Rabbit and other establishments, including a karaoke bar. It's lovely. But by end of the evening, many were heavily intoxicated and returned to their hotels around midnight, the report said. At that time, an unspecified number of soldiers including Battalion Executive Officer Major Matthew Connor, went to Club Obsession in Gdansk City Center. I don't know how to pronounce Gdansk. Gdansk City Center. Reviews of the club by various online travel sites warn of a sketchy scene where drinks get spiked with narcotics and woozy patrons get scammed out of thousands of dollars. A warrant officer told the Army investigator that during the ride back to Powids, Powids, Poland. At the conclusion of the trip, Connor described the events at the strip club in similar terms. Fix the battalion commander, not to be confused with fix the battalion commander. No, it's fix comma. The battalion commander uh, was driving the car. Connor said that he received multiple lap dances and that strippers bit his nipples to keep him awake and repeatedly had his credit card swiped, the report stated. (laughs) Connor then showed the soldiers in the car multiple receipts, which added up to 50000 It's not clear whether the sum was in dollars or Polish zloty, which would amount to about 
$13,000. Now, a pro tip, you should know that having your nipples bit costs extra, I read somewhere in an NJP back in the day. Nothing, so nothing good ever happens after midnight or when your nipples get teeth marks. That's the symbol. That's the sign. If you're looking for like this moment where the light shines on you and you're like, I should choose the right decision, that's when multiple strippers are biting your nipples and you've lost 50,000 Polish kronas or whatever it is. The, the only thing separating this pervert from every other NCO pervert I've ever been with is he didn't try to take this young lady to the family readiness group. That's what an enlisted guy would have done, but love everything about this story. <laughs> Ashley, you have nothing? My face hurts so much right now. Like... My, like, you just smile so hard. Your muscles oh. start to seize up a little bit. I'm trying not to laugh hysterically in Pika's mic. I am just, like, no one, no blown one would blame away you. by this story. Like, I'm reading it. I'm looking at this guy's photo. I'm like, He what? looks normal. He's I mean, a normal dude. Like, you know, like, we've all had moments and times <laughs> where, like, we've gone to a strip club, right? Like, we've hung out with friends. Like, we're responsible. Some of us get a little crazy. There's always stuff, like, mom right. or dad figure there that's like, okay, kids, it's time to go. Yeah. Where was that person? Right. Where was, poor, where was that person? Like, maybe, hey, man. Maybe if you've had an NCO dedicated. with you. Oh, I think there was, there was a lot of people with them. Maybe if they had an NCO, it would have been, I, I don't know. We What we have so far is we've got the colonel driving the getaway car, we've got the battalion executive officer having his nipples bit, and we've got a warrant officer who's giggling about the whole thing and then turning it over to CID. There's no responsible party in there. If there was an NCO, he would have been like, um, dude, Guys. do not give her your credit card. Like, stop letting them run your credit card. This is... This is but I just love the fact that, you know, he's he, Wait, he's on. pulling out his pockets and looking at receipts. Well, hold on. It's it, you, know, you have to remember, it was at this time an unspecified number of soldiers. It wasn't just it no, wasn't just I, the top brass. I, I think you're giving NCOs... The top way, brass got caught. I think you're giving That's, NCOs oh, way man. too much credit. In I, 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 I know uh, NCOs F up more than, than 100%. everybody. 100%. And, then, <laughs> and, I, and I guarantee that if you were an E6... When this trip started, you'd be an E5 at the end of it. And I got no problem with that. No problem. Like, if you screw up to the point where you spend however much money. I mean, the first of all, the whole trip was supposed to be like a unit morale building exercise. Mission accomplished, gentlemen. Like, you have really created a name. I, I think it's great for the 101st. So much shenanigans. It, this so is basically, this is the John Candy scene from Stripes. Oh, the directions got all fouled off. We were going to the church, uh, and you know, one thing happened, and then another thing happened, and then he's getting his nipples bit by a woman who charged him fifty thousand krona. Totally get how this all went down. Still coming on the heels of the navy lieutenant who hates the perverts and the deviants. Better. Good job. Good job, major. Good job, major. Overall, like isolated cases but like this one is definitely taking the cake and i wouldn't be surprised if someone jumped out of a cake that night if yep. considering how much was charged and all the shenanigans but it was poorly planned they needed there's probably i don't know 
like I said, I need I need to plan take a more moment. efficiently. Don't don't do that craziness. Have someone be a designated driver slash well, credit card swiper. Don't they, let them they, be intoxicated. They had a designated driver. It was apparently the battalion commander, which is oh. a that's a hellacious move right there. I can just imagine <laughs> if I went to my battalion commander, it's like. Hey, uh, sir, we're going to Tijuana, and we'll need you to pick us up in San Diego. Like, he would have been like, uh, yeah, no. <laughs> You're on restriction. I, I, I want to point out a, a show note. Okay. That uh, Mark CB now owns the title of having the longest rant on this show. It is no longer mine, <laughs> because his rant started while I was reading the story. It continues I, while I, Ashley is... It's continuing now. It continued while Ashley He loves was, this stuff. He loves this. Like, it, you it know he amazing. put this story so in here, and he's like, this is the most amazing thing ever. I've been he's sitting around the house for three days with kids, like, lighting fires, and I'm like... I don't care. I just got to make it to Wednesday <laughs> so I can record this podcast because it will be a thing of beauty. And it's just coming on the heels of that lieutenant. That's what really pushes it over the edge for me. That lieutenant last week, that story, as much as we made fun of it, made me so mad I couldn't even think straight. And then I see this and I'm like, good on you. It's <laughs> go army. It just I hope the angry cops. too because like Connor, this guy Connor goes missing. It's kind of like Doug, right? And they're all like, yeah. Trying to figure it out and right. trying to piece the night together and like yeah. one's got a tooth missing, there's another tattoo, <laughs> like there's a baby, like all of these like miscellaneous. Like that's kinda like the weird movie screenplay that I think about, but like the military version of like shenanigans. I and the thing is, there had there had to have been enough people with cell phones that we could piece this night. I I need like you know how they have those like the podcast, like the serial podcast. I need to know about this evening from the moment this ill-conceived idea came up to the point where this guy could not fly for the next week because of an unspecified illness. Stop it! It wow. this is hands down the greatest. Wild. You'll be happy to know that I made the other story shorter so that we don't run over <laughs> entirely. Because super Thanks. producer, super producer so Holly has completely our viewers, given our up listeners on us. Are going to love it. They're like, mm. all right, Mark. All right, so we will take our first commercial break right now. Diddly, diddly. 100 Miles for Hope is back, and we're taking it to the next level. This year, you could choose over 40 different activities and track your progress on a handy mobile app. We have sweet swag to commemorate your journey, including tech shirts, baseball caps, hoodies, pins, patches, and challenge coins. All proceeds from these purchases support veterans and military families through the Veterans and Children Foundation. Head to legion.org slash 100 miles to get started. All right, we're back with all the perverts and pervets who are listening to us. And we will go to story number two with Ashley. All right. This one I'm just going to call For the Love of the Pod. Yes. The podcast, Tango Alpha Lima. So we got a little bit of love. And I wanted to share it with our listeners and viewers. So, um, past National Vice Commander Russ Hansetter? Hansetter, yeah. Hansetter. Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, you know, we've been telling folks, like, send us in your feedback, send Jeff love notes, like, you know, how many times have we said Ruck? Um, you know, our, our bingo cards, like, you know, we're trying to get some engagement from folks and Jeff, you look real happy. You're like, yes. You're like, I like where this is going. Send me the loves, all of the loves, just not love from Poland, right? <laughs> <laughs> <Class>. <laughs> See what I did there? 
All right, so any hoosies. So Russ sent us in this really cool message. I'm going to read it verbatim. So it goes, I watched podcast episode 49 with guest Carrie Jeter and thought it was a great opportunity to pass on uh, this to our sister veterans in our district conference in Green Bay this weekend. So, you know, prior past tense, right? So we had about 11 women veterans at the conference and overall the remarks I told at the conference, you know, don't underestimate the potential of our, our women veterans, our female leaders, etc., among our members. And I told them something of my, I told them one of my professors that taught a, a conservation or cons, conservation, conservation course said many years ago, the hand that rocks the cradle will rock the world. We rock ladies. That's all I'm saying. Anyway, so <laughs> your guests are an inspiration to all of the women veterans out there. So Carrie, if you're listening, way to go, girl, your story is inspiring. And, um, you know, Russ just wanted to say, you know, I, I, I thank them for their service and they are welcome into the ranks as legionnaires. And thank you for what your podcast does. Isn't that awesome? Like, Yay. that's some super now, loves. Like, I know Mark's the, the lawyer. You're the What's lawyer, that? but I am going to say, we're going to call that a paraphrase because you there's like a, two lines of quote, <laughs> and then he did not say, Carrie, you go girl. He did not say that. Okay. I said that. Okay. Yes. Okay. So I apologize. <laughs> I did a slight quote and a paraphrase because I think Carrie's awesome and, you know, Mr. Handsetter. So I'm just, you know, Mr. Handsetter is the nicest guy on the planet, and I can oh. absolutely assure you we will never face litigation from Mr. Handsetter. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, President Lawyer Mark. Yeah, Thank he you. he Thank he's you. just a, <laughs> all all people in Wisconsin are nice. Mr. Handsetter is. Really Don't nice. You know. He's a really good guy. So I hope you guys get a chance. You'll get a chance to meet him at the convention. So, yeah. Nice. You know what? I I love hearing this. I love that folks that are listening are are really like loving our interviews, loving some of the things that we're talking about. We love the feedback, and I just thought that this was super sweet. And I also have another cool thing that happened. Dun, dun, dun. See, Mark, you're not the only one that can do sound effects. Yeah. So that's great. Thanks. Thank you. I appreciate that, really. Yeah. <laughs> um, so a really cool thing happened. I got tagged in on a story um, that was written by Amanda Huffman, who was a previous guest on our podcast, right? And she wrote an article for Clearance Jobs. And Clearance Jobs is a cool organization. And hold on, let me... Hold on, oops. Do, 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 do. So, oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Where did it go? Oh, no. God bless America. I digress. Any hoosies. So, um, they put together this list of seven top podcasts for military vets in transition. And guess who made the list, guys? We are number two. We are number two. We are number two. That's right, Mark. We made number two. You know what the letter of the day is? <laughs> I, I, I will say, we <laughs> are... The number of the day is two. The letter of the day is... I, I, we're number two. But I will say, mm -hmm. if the chief warrant officers screw okay. up in the next two weeks, <laughs> we will move to number one. Because we've, we had, we've had our enlisted people stink. 
Our officers stink. Now I need a I need a warrant officer story. Bring it. You had a warrant officer. Bring it. Oh man. Okay, Lester. so he was just. I was right. trying to make some you know Sesame Street quotes. I know you got kids at home, so I was hope I was hoping for something. But my letter of the day is S for shenanigans. <laughs> but these are the good kind of shenanigans because we've got people out there listening. They love what we're talking about. We're getting great feedback. And us making the top seven podcasts for veterans, you know, it's a short roundup list. And this, of course, is not an inclusive list. There's a lot of great podcasts out there. Um, so to be second, it was really nice. It's so yeah. pretty much the way it was described as, um, or as we were described, if you shall, was there, you know, three veteran. Uh, what happens when you put three veterans in a recording studio and watch and see what happens next? Well, you guys have been listening. You know what happens, right? So... All three of us exploring current events, interesting, you know, trends, quirky stories of interest in veterans in the military community. And that's really what we're about. Right. And, you know, I was really kind of it was really cool to kind of go through this list. So as you may have saw, number one was Born the Battle and Tanner Oscara, who was also a guest on our podcast, is uh, came in at the number one slot. So, you know what? I'll take number two to Tanner any day. He's a Marine veteran. Love everything that he's doing. So, you know, just promote other veterans here, too. Number three was Veterans on the Move, uh, which is an entrepreneurial, um, like, people programs resources uh, for, like, successful transition. You had the Military Money Show, which was, like, for vets and military folks transitioning out of military, obviously ensuring, like, money's in order. Um, and that's with Lacey Lanford. She's like a, you know, a wealth of resources to get your finances in order. You've got Military Wallet, another podcast focused on money and managing finances um, for transitioning. Uh, number six was uh, Mentors for Military. Uh, Robert Gowen, retired military and saw firsthand challenges of, you know, you know, firsthand experience. So he talks about like combat, leadership, resiliency, adversity, etc. Um, and he's a storyteller. He's got some co-hosts, I believe, as well. And then finally, uh, Security Clearance Careers, which is uh, Clearance Jobs' own podcast. Uh, so the, they call it Clearedcast. It's pretty cool. Um, but it's actually about uh, security clearances, intelligence community, espionage, uh, national security and defense contracting updates, exclusive interviews, and intelligence community and government leaders. So I think it's kind of cool because, like, also yeah. we have dealt with the topic of espionage and spies and, like, security. We talk about a lot of national security on here. So... I thought this was a cool list, and I wanted to just kind of give us some kudos and some love this episode and tell folks, you know, continue to listen, continue to subscribe, you know, share with your friends, uh, you know, you know, guest suggestions, all of the above. So, yeah, not too shabby, not too shabby. Yeah, I mean, we can only toot our own horn so much, but yeah, love it, love, love it, love it. Keep moving up, Tanner. We're coming for you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, he's like my bestie. He's like my bestie at the VA. Don't, don't mess with him. He'll go full. He's a marine. He's a marine. He gets. He's a marine. He gets it. I know. All right, he gets it. Topic three, which I'm doing today, and and I kind of did a, uh, I kind of did an audible on this one. I was gonna talk about how I find it ironic that we're pulling troops out of Afghanistan, and we have to have them all out by September 3rd or September 11th. And there's another article out there how we're bringing more troops in for security, which makes sense. But then there was an accompanying article that was like, yeah, we still have 2,500 in Iraq and we're not pulling them out. So why didn't you but, want to do that story? It's you like, just did. Well, I mean, yeah, I, I kind of <laughs> did. This is a good story. It's a little shorter because uh, 
frankly, I don't want to read the whole thing. I think you should, everyone should go read it. It's at military.com, and it's the title, uh, Navy May Recognize Black World War II Soldier Who Towed Wounded Shipmates Through Shark-Infested Waters. This story is exactly that. Like, uh, there was, in World War II, there was a ship that was sunk, um, and it was the destroyer Gregory. It was sunk on September 5th, 1942, by Japanese warships near Guadalcanal. So the guys got into life rafts, and they recognized the fact that the life rafts were basically going towards shore, where the enemy had the shore. And there was no way that if the raft made, made shore, they were all going to be captured. So this one guy, uh, an African-American sailor named, i got to get his name on here, it's Petty Officer First Class Charles Jackson French of Foreman, Arkansas. And he basically, uh, he pulled off his clothes, had his shipmates help tie a rope around his west, waist, and dove into the water. He was a powerful swimmer, and he towed the raft for somewhere between six and eight hours through the night. Uh, until landing craft finally discovered and rescued him. Now again, he was only—he wasn't trying to swim him anywhere. He was swimming against the tide to keep them from washing up on shore because they all would have been taken prisoner. Uh, after he began swimming, he soon encountered sharks. "Quote: I got the hell scared out of me," French told Chester Wright, author of the book in 2009 called *Black Men in Blue Water*. "I nearly peed on myself when one of them sharks touched my feet." I just froze and tried to surface and float to get my feet out of the water. But it didn't stop him from staying in the water and continuing to swim while carrying this rope tied to a raft to keep his guys from watching up shore. It's an incredible story. And they're working on trying to get him put in for the Medal of Honor. I'm not optimistic about that effort because I don't think this qualifies as being under fire at the time, but it's one of the more amazing stories I've ever heard. I mean, it's the guy from Arkansas tying a rope around. Jeff, what did you make of this one? Well, I mean, I've, there's a couple of things that I was going to say the same thing that, um, because I'd seen that he's in the international swimming hall of fame, <laughs> it looks like, but I was wondering what the, the military was going to end up doing because of the not being under, under fire. Under fire. Um, it also makes me wonder if they, they should allow more exceptions because swimming with the sharks and not, you know, and not financial ones is, is a kind of a big deal and a selfless act to saving others. And I, yeah, because I'm going to tell you straight up, I believe that I would do a lot of things in this world for other people. I'm not jumping into shark infested water. That's never going to happen. I I probably wouldn't jump in if they were tuna. If I saw a lot of things and I had to jump in there, it's probably not going to happen. So like my level of being impressed is through the roof. And yeah. it's also interesting. I don't know if you know, I've heard this stereotype so many times that black people don't know how to swim and can't swim mm -hmm. and and whatever I mean, I've been told it has to do with the buoyancy level of melanin in the skin. Like people try to biologically explain to me how the fact that I swim isn't possible. So it's 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 an amazing it's, it's an amazing oh, so thing to and... see. What's that? It, oh, no, it, I just said it oh, does it does so come up though. That 
that is like oh, it no it's an, and it's it's a real thing that people say so this story illuminates yet another shadow of ignorance that people have and it's not even always angry it's just like they just kind of believe it so i thought that uh that this is such an amazing story in and of itself but it has a little side benefit that uh that i that i appreciate but it also has the weird thing that black people in horror movies will do stuff like this and and but they don't survive like oh let me go back for them and then he jumps in the water and then he would get chomped up so a couple stereotypes uh there that i just wanted to, to bring up but i do think that the exception for the Medal of Honor, might we might have to have this conversation more. I don't know. I, I'm not an expert on the MOH, uh, like like Mr. C V. Well, this is the same the same problem we've had with trying to get the four chaplains the Medal of Honor. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's the same root cause. It's whether they're and it's actually what what kept the Alwyn Cash Medal of Honor that I'm still waiting on so long was there was. Initially, there were no reports of small arms fire while he was saving the people. Now that the reports are out there, it qualifies. But at the very least, get the man something. I don't know. I, he jumped into shark-infested water. He deserves something better than a good conduct battle. That's, I, I don't care if you got to make something up. Just give him everything. Push for change like, and crushing stereotypes. Yes. Yeah, give him the warrior fin. That's what I, I'd say. <laughs> the warrior fin. I actually like that. That's there you go. Jeff, Jeff Daly has invented an idea. <laughs> yeah, I, it, I, as long as he doesn't take it to Poland with him. All right, let's take a quick commercial break, and we will be right back in thirty seconds. Dilly, dilly. So you were discharged with a twenty percent disability rating, but now you can't hear so well and need help. Contact an American Legion service officer. Service officers are free of charge and they help all veterans. Find one near you with our online tool at legion.org forward slash service officers. All right, we're back and uh, Jeff has been explaining to me how melanin helps you swim or something and he brought up Shamu. I, I, don't, I got so confused by the facts he was throwing at me. Uh, it, but... All right, rapid fire. Uh, quick one that has to do with us. National Commander Bill Oxford announced that the American Legion World Series will be played in Shelby, North Carolina, August 12th to 17th. Are we finally seeing the end of uh, Corona lockdowns? Are we going to be able to play some baseball, watch some baseball, enjoy some baseball? Jeff? I, I think that we will. I think as summer as summer progresses through, I think their only problem is people like me oh, are super Jeff? comfortable at home. Ashley, what are you so doing? so beautifully yeah. frozen. I, I do that. I said, You're so beautiful. I, said I, I think handsome. people will go back to the ballpark, but people like me who got real comfortable on the couch with seeing the game and uh, – 4k and the beer is colder and of my brand choosing in my fridge and the hot dogs are better from my grill they're gonna have to woo us back a little bit i think yeah baseball yeah, think so? i baseball i just i'm not i'm not a big baseball guy but of the sports that i would go to watch baseball would be pretty up there i like going to i don't like going to football i'd rather sit and watch football mm-hmm. at home i think basketball the same way yeah like I, i've gotten to i, I 
and it's not even just ease. Like football, I when I watch football nowadays, I have three TVs in my room, and I'm watching all of them simultaneously. And wow. football, I'm a very discerning view. I'm I'm foot long of football in your home. I do, I do three love video. Where do you just? I'm just, you're setting the scene for me, and it's just such a peculiar I ha- I have, that you have. I, I have my computer out. opened. I have my computer <laughs> that I'm watching usually, um, what's it called, uh, Red Zone. And then I have another TV that I'm watching the Patriots on. And then I have another TV that I'm watching whatever the local game is. So I'm always... Are you usually, oh, like, marinating something, too, with your... No, I'm, I'm not really... <laughs> hey... Let's not hate on Rachel Ray. No, I just for those uh, for those of you listening. Okay, so we started the show, and Mark gets really excited about stuff. Okay, like books, history, hobbits, things of all of those things, and then all of a sudden he just we're like it's like show and tell, and he just pulls out this what is it? What is it? It's Rachel Ray's balsamic drizzle, and it it's is just amazing. Out in his office, like it's it's amazing. Totally bizarre, okay. So like again, he just sets the scene, and then I just know these things, and then I put all the pieces together, and it's like this yeah. big mosaic that is Mark, and I'm like, whoa. But yeah, it's, you know what? I would watch football at home too. There you yeah. go. Yeah. Yep. Jeff, did you have something you were going to throw in there, or were you just going to goof on me? After all that, no, other no. than uh, I, I'm curious why they bottled Rachel Ray's drizzle. It is, it is so just... good. Balsamic drizzle is the greatest thing. I'm telling you. It... All right, let's... Best day ever. Best day ever. I love you so much, Mark. All right, so rapid fire number two. Justice Department indicts six in alleged Afghan translator scam. This story kind of cracked me up because they would, these people were, they were given like a bounty to find people who could be translators for the U.S. government in Afghanistan. They would just bring in people who didn't speak Pashto, have them sign up, and then they would send other people in their place to go and take the tests. So at the end of this scam, you end up in Afghanistan where you don't speak the language and everyone's relying on you to translate. Like, this seems like the stupidest scam I've ever heard of in my entire life. Jeff, what do you think of this one? I think you just said it. Stupidest scam I've ever heard of in my entire life. And so dumb. I've had so many people call me about my extending my car <laughs> warranty for an 07 Hyundai, which uh, has no more warranty. So it's, yeah, this is even dumber than those people. I, I, I don't know how much is... I, I, like, do you think you're going to get away with it? Like, are you... Do these people get over there and they're out with an SF unit and they just like, like insane babbling and not realize that the Afghan guy's going like, the hell's wrong with this dude? Like, <laughs> is like no well, one going to know what they're saying, so therefore they right. You that's think crazy. no one's going to catch? That's how people get killed. This yeah, is just how people get killed. Good. Throw them all in jail. I got no problem. They, 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 I, you can't punish these people enough. All right, we'll go to try, uh, rapid fire number three. Uh, Tribes want medals awarded for the Wounded Knee Massacre rescinded. This was from the New York City Daily Post. Um, And this was about uh, medals of honor that were issued for Wounded Knee. Thoughts on rescinding Wounded Knee Medal of Honor? I, um, it's, 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 uh, it's, it's a male getting (laughs) opportunity for us here. Because, uh, on one side, if, if, if we're saying that the aggressions were illegitimate, you have a, a thing. But illegitimacy of 
the the legitimacy of the battle itself is not is not what the person remember we go we don't ask questions when we yeah. get sent places we go so if you the person who deservingly was put in a situation where you were awarded the the medal of honor then those acts don't cease to exist because someone has political problems with why the person was there in the first place if that makes sense yes so i would say that you can have you can question whether we should have been there in the first place but what the person did still happened right mm-hmm. so i i, I don't believe point. in taking the the person's uh award away from them ashley yeah i i concur you know i'm i won't lie i'm, I'm not a super well read up on you know, the, the campaign and the history of, on this specifically, but, you know, as Jeff stated, like, you know, you, you can't say it, it didn't happen just because, you know, you didn't have an attached word to it, right? Just as we've talked about Medal of Honor recipients, right? Like, under fire, right? Like, right? Like, if you just take out under fire, then we've got, you know, just all these different situations. So, I don't know, I'm... I'm I'm indifferent, but I also, I would have to do a little bit more research to be totally Yeah, honest. and that's... I just, I have to look at it all. That's where I fall, too. And the problem is that uh, Medal of Honor, when it was issued back then, it didn't have the full citation the way we have now. Like, you can read a citation back then. It doesn't really give you too much insight. So I'd have to see the paperwork. I'm not diametrically opposed to it if there was some sort of fraud that was done, like... You, if the commander put these guys in and then you can look at it retroactively and go, this just doesn't rise to the level. You know, these are just innocent civilians who weren't shooting back and it was women and children. I, I'm not 100% opposed to it. It's definitely a kind of a dicey political issue, but I'm with Jeff. If the act happened, you can't blame that necessarily on the troops. So I need to know a little more context. <clears throat> All right, and number four... Uh, for the first time, women become Marines at San Diego Recruit Depot. Jeff, what do you got on this one, buddy? Again, I could possibly get mail on this because uh, I'm split into two camps. Number one, I do believe that these women are now trained where the best Marines are trained, which is San Diego. So uh, the Marines, the women Marines that are coming out today are infinitely better than Paris Island ones. Because Paris Island is not San Diego, uh, but the second part of me is is the news coverage. They're make the way I read the headlines, and if you look at them, you would think that these are the first women to ever become Marines, right. and that is a disservice to the women Marines who came before them. They're like, oh, the first set of marines who were women in San Diego, but it's like the in San Diego doesn't it doesn't sound like it's separate it sounds like these are the first women brains and they happen to be in san diego and i get really really bothered uh with the way that it's being covered in that the marines were didn't allow women in before is the way that it reads to me and it and it really does bug me and i know a lot of women marines who are amazing badass warriors who were in the marine corps you know before two weeks ago and and I don't want to diminish their service with these stupid headlines that make it seem like they didn't exist. It just, it drives me batty, and it's hard to talk about it because you have to say it in this extended fashion, or it sounds like 
yeah. I'm bashing on women Marines, which in fact, I'm sticking up for women Marines that existed right. before they happened to graduate on different dirt. It's different dirt. <laughs> it's like same Eagle globe and anchor. It's just, it's uh it's, it, it annoys me. Yeah. Jeff said it all. I mean, it's, mm. it, it, you're yeah. exactly right. Like, it's the same curriculum they've had for all the other times. They just happen to now be in San Diego as opposed to South right. Carolina. Well, there's both. The, the whole yeah. premise was, you know, the Marines <clears throat> have been laggard on, full, like, full gender integrated companies, right? So the Marines are stepping up, and these are happening. And, yes, like, some of these headlines are misleading. And it's like, of course there have been other amazing badass women who have... Who haven't will always be Marines, right? Because there's no such thing as a former Marine, right? So, you know, it's just for these new folks that are like going through these co-ed, you know, um, companies. This is like a, that's like kind of a first. Like that's correct. But is men it? and women like have always been working together. It's Wait, not. Is it? Well, it exactly, is assignment. it right? Yeah. And that's that's the thing, like. There's been so many of these different headlines and titles that, like, folks are kind of just thinking that, like, this is now just happening, like, 21st century stuff. Like, no. I, th- I think it plays just... on the, I think it plays on the ignorance of the reader. That if you, you know, you could be like, there's probably some public affairs officer out there that's like, let's get this story huge. And so they mm. put it out under that. And at first, like, oh, yeah. And, it, like, at the end of the day. All right, they're Marines. They were they were Marines before. Yeah. They'll be Marines after. Right. Yeah, I'd... it's positive and it's inclusive outcomes. And like you know, they're making stuff happen. Kudos to these women, right? Kudos to the men. Like we're all working one team, one fight. And I, I think we're going to continue to see progress on all branches, right? And in all areas of job occupations as well. So you know, it's just reader, reader beware. All right, Jeff, you're the only one with a military shout-out today, I think. Uh, Should so I shout? Or shout. Just speak in a normal tone? Shout, shout. Let it all out. I can make this mic clip, I guarantee you, and uh, Ben and or Jarek will kill me. All right, my shout-out is coming from, I don't think I've done this state yet, Savannah, Missouri. It's a new state for my shout-out. Uh, in his final steps of achieving his Eagle Stout status, Luke Sarsani had the perfect project in mind. After meeting with the local American Legion Post 287, that's your shout-out, Post 287, Luke was able to start building wooden urns for veterans who were unable to afford a proper burial. Uh, he had a lot of people step up, just by the way, so they got over $2,000, which they didn't need, and they ended up giving about half back to the Post, which was amazing so he did these urns and he made a donation to the post uh the 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 sal member mark brock who i believe um was the liaison for this reiterated that the that um, Luke did an excellent job. The post commander, Mike Hummer, said that for the veterans that need this opportunity to be entered into these urns, it's just very impactful. And 287 member Mike Waters is looking, he's the one looking to place these 20 urns uh, to veterans needing them, and he's using a, a network of funeral directors to get it done. So big kudos to the scouting program uh, that I assume that this was done through at Post 287 in Savannah, Mont- uh, Missouri. And 
and big kudos to the Eagle Stout, Luke Sarsini. And I hope I said his name properly. If not, send me even more hate mail. <laughs> I, 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 I deserve it if I messed up your name. Actually, you should probably send it as an email and add a recording of the proper pronunciation so that I can get it right because I'm a Marine. I won't read that funky thing in the dictionary. I don't have a shout out, but I did want to let you know that my daughter went to her very first Girl Scout meeting the other day. And yeah, yeah. So she uh, she will be in the Brownsburg, and I can't even remember what the the you know, brownies, whatever. The, Boy Scouts, Girl Scouts. It, she's yeah. She I, I and she got she got some sort of patch for I think showing up. I, I guess it's like her <laughs> like army service ribbon or whatever. So I, I'm oh pretty God, sure that yeah, we'll be looking forward to. It. I, I get the the way my. A daughter uh, collects things like that and like she will wear four necklaces at the same time i get the feeling she's going to be a badge hunter you know that she'll yeah yeah i was a badge so, oh yeah oh gosh i oh eagle scouts boy scouts right like girl scouts i was a daisy uh brownie junior daisy I, that's what i was yeah so I, she's, I thought daisy, she's a daisy was a different organization it's no no so it's like, like they the, have like little tiers so like they're grouped by age and then, um, like, I, I will have to find to it for you, but I have a like t-shirt. Like I was a Marine? Yeah. They wear different color vests or something is what I'm told. Yeah, like, so I, had a, I have a brownie vest, and it's got all of the old, like, the triangle. Yeah. They, like, create, like, a, just, like, this pattern of patches. Like, I used to be a top cookie sales. Like, I learned so many valuable skills and leadership uh, you know, just, are you saying? Just are you saying that my daughter's involved in like a gateway drug for the Ohio National Guard? Maybe. <laughs> and a, <laughs> community and service. A, she gets to go and do cool things. Have I, I'm excited experiences. About it. She's going to be a diabetes pusher. She, she, that's what she, the Girl Scouts are. She's going to start a make a fire. Oh wait, I'm, I'm very I supportive. I learned how to, sew. I learned how to train. Like, be an entrepreneur thanks stop. to the Girl Scouts. I'm going to support her right up until the minute where she brings back like those Samoan cookies and doesn't bring oh, any yeah. of the. Those are delicious. No, they're Samoa. not nearly as good as the. What's the chocolate ones? The tagalong. Tagalongs. Tagalong are good. Tagalong is tagalong is where it's at. I really like just the regular shortbread ones. I think they're the best with just like... I, well, that, that um, explains a lot. Because if I wanted bread, I'd eat bread. <laughs> I'm basic. Let me, let me have yeah. basic Girl Scout cookies, okay? All right. We are anyway, way, way, way over. So let can me I get close? this out. Can I close? Can I close? No. You've yeah. been talking nonstop. Go, CB. No. Oh. Read it. Ashley, go. Go sell us. All right. Everybody who's been listening who loves us, do not forget to subscribe to Tango Alpha Lima Podcast on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts. While you're there, don't forget to rate us, preferably five stars. That's right. One, two, three, four, five stars. And leave us a review. We want your reviews, preferably positive. Um, But maybe if you really leave us a thoughtful note, we'll read it on a future episode like I did today. And also send us feedback, love notes to the Jeff Daly or Mark... Or I, I guess. I don't know. I guess I'll accept the love note. Whatever. Um, but you can send love notes at Tango Alpha Lima. That's Tango Alpha Lima, all spelled out, at legion.org. You can also check out our website where you can look at our bios. You can look at past episodes. You can submit a guest form. And you can see all the topics that we talk about at legion.org backslash Tango Alpha Lima. 
And, uh, you know, don't be stingy. Share us with your friends. And we look forward to seeing you next time. Warren officers. she wrote. Warren officers, pick up your pick up your game, guys. <laughs> pick up we your need, game. We need some pervert, deviant Warren officers to show up in the news in the next two weeks. Bye. Uh, bye. Ciao. Ciao.